Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another one of these things that we have created. I think it's tentatively called right now Empty Crates Music Podcast crates. with uh, D-Gut and King LJ. I am King LJ, a.k.a. Young Poseidon, sliding into your earwaves like, what? I hate it. I hate it. I only oh, do it just wow. because it's, it's like so corny. I hate it. I hate it. But I'm going to keep doing it. If you're getting off KRS-One bars at the end of the show, I'm going to just be corny up front. Oh, man. Well, I'm... I'm Darius. Good, good to meet y'all. Wow, that's crazy. Real name, no gimmicks, like Obi Trice. <laughs> oh like, man. Episode two of this thing that we are calling Empty Crates. Uh, we appreciate you guys for being here, rocking with us. You could be anywhere else, giving your energy to anything else, but you are here with us, and we do not, we do not ever take that for granted. This is presented by ourselves, and of course, the Lightwork Company. So yeah, that's it. We talk music most of the time, music-ish, and it's just it's just two homies, and we kind of forget the microphone on. So there you go. Yes, indeed. Still, I mean, are we are we settled on empty crates? Like, is that what we gonna roll with, or I think are we still pretty, looking I think for like a better idea? I'm pretty settled on empty crates. I, I think that's where we're at. I'm with it too. I'm with it too. I mean, we got some alternate uh, titles. If you know, you know. Shout out to Fraser. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it though. Just, I can't. Remember. That's, that's still my there. number one. Just throwing it out though. Which part? I, I can't even remember the name, bro. It's crazy. Oh, you know what it is. Shout out to your boy, Boogie Down Productions. The B A R S One podcast. Bars one. Oh my god. That's crazy. Anyway, so that that's where we at with it, man. Hopefully you guys will pre- uh, enjoy your time here with us today. Uh, we ain't gonna try to hold you too long, but we do got a loaded docket today. Not gonna hold you. Lots happened. Um <laughs> got a rap project to talk about two rap projects and then one that's not really a rap project don't worry i listened wanted to make sure he didn't try to sneak no raps on that motherfucker. he didn't Man, okay he didn't at all he didn't at all and i ain't gonna hold you i enjoyed it look okay so under 3000 all right so we can go ahead and get into that yeah let's just get into it let's just get all into right. it this is this, this is the first one i know we said we go to, i mean i still want to circle back to jeezy because you know, double album. Got to acknowledge the effort. Right, right. But uh, Under 3000 uh, released a uh, uh, instrumental album, which is based around the flute. That Pitchfork, by the way, still calls rap. That tells you everything you need to know yeah, about them. I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm unload on them here in a second, too. <laughs> no problem. I'll clear out for you. I won't even say nothing. I'll mute my microphone. Go off. I've, I've, I've had words for Pitchfork multiple previous pods. So no, don't. Yeah, we're good. But that being said, under three thousand, new project, new blue sun, um, shows him holding the flute. Only thing I'm worried about initially when I'm seeing the, the album artwork is because I'm immature. I'm like, dang, I don't want that flute to get any bigger because people are gonna start making jokes. Yo, they already started. Oh, oh damn! Did, did you get the? I sent you a little clip the other night. I was watching uh, Be High and Wicked from Ghetto Mafia. Yeah, they were talking about it. They were like, man, every time I see the flute, it just get keep it's getting, getting bigger. bigger. Facts. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. My right. boy, like, so, look, I thought he would try to sneak in a double barrel shotgun, but now it look like a grenade launcher. So bro, I don't know what he's doing. That shit is a noob too from Modern Warfare. It is crazy how like it keeps getting bigger. And like I get it, the frequencies, wind chimes, reverberates. Yeah, yeah, I get okay. it. But like, man, don't they have those digital now? You know? Uh, anyway, whatever. So that that was we, my only. We initial. will get to that as well. I get to that as well. 
All right. So initial, because we are technically a quote unquote music podcast, right? I'm throwing help hella air signs right now. <laughs> Not the avatar. Um, did you like the project? Let's just start there. Um, not really, not really. Mm, okay. Um, uh, it now, why wasn't didn't you like the project. This is what I got from it, right? So, when I saw it was coming, I already knew that it was going to be left to center. I'm fine with that. Right. Um, I know he'd been walking around with this flute. I assume that's what it was going to be. And from his words, it's a not a flute album. It's a woodwind album. Cool. Um, okay. You know what's easier to say? Flute. <laughs> so you don't know really call say? that a flute, flute, though. Niggas gonna say flute is five letters versus typing woodwind and having to deal with people using it as a compound word or two separate words. I know how the internet works, bro. It's a flute album. I know what he meant, and he talented, and I'm gonna acknowledge it and call it a woodwind album, but you know what other niggas gonna call it? <laughs> it's the flute album, bro. Flute. Um, Sorry. So, I'm listening to this thing and I honestly just think it's kind of mid. I am a fan of jazz. It kind of puts me in the mind of some Chick career records I listen to, but yeah, not yeah. as well executed. Not to say that he's bad at playing the flute or he could use some experience because I'm not well-versed enough and definitely not in playing or in listening enough to say what's good and what's bad or was hot or was not. But it wasn't really my cup of tea. Uh, if I was foraging through the woods looking for mushrooms and digging for jewels or something like that, I think it would be fitting. <laughs> but I'm not. So that's that's my initial take on it. Uh it, it's mid. It's not as it's not as bad as some people want to make it out to be, and it's definitely not this, oh, masterpiece, he know what he's doing. What you do know what he's doing, but Y'all know y'all weren't checking for anything in that realm unless his name was on it. So that's the first part of my take. You go ahead. Okay. All right. So let me get off my initial first part of the take because I got a whole nother thing I want to get into with this project. Oh, man. Um, and it, it has to do with like just people being creative in general. But I'm going to hold that for a second just okay. to get my opinion on this. Keep this succinct and whatnot. Right. My favorite I, I hate when my favorite track on a on a project is the first one. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like I got called on the first one. I really like I really like the first one. Like the first one. Like just the melody of it is really dope. I be wanting to sample stuff, but I know everybody and their mama gonna sample this project. So I ain't gonna even touch it, bro. I'm gonna talk about it. Leave that for everybody else. Cause Lupe already said he rapping on it, and I'm just like, okay. Hey, I can't even have a original idea. That's gonna be trash too. Ah, he gotta put some drums on it. Um, he's gonna have to put some drums on it. Knowing Lupe, he'll take out anything that's remotely percussive on that album just to be him. Yeah, I mean, he had the hundred Chicago's joint that didn't have no drums, but it was hard. It's a lot like, of beats that ain't got no drums that's hard, but I mean, yeah, yeah, fair. So, I there are other songs that I liked, like you mentioned going uh the whole uh, Legend of Zelda joke you made right there, the mushrooms and in the forest and all that, right? I wasn't uh, joking. I, I'm not reference. We'll say the reference you made, right? <laughs> and I swear, I'm I was I had it in my ear as I was playing Xbox the other day, and track three came on. Um, I want to read the title of track three just so you can oh, know what I'm talking yeah. about real quick. 
Hold on. So track three is called That Night in Hawaii When I Turned Into a Panther and Started Making These Low Register Purring uh, Tones <laughs> That I Couldn't Control. Shit was wild. That's the whole track, though. All right. Um, and I swear, I'm not even kidding you. Like, out of nowhere, I felt like I, I hadn't looked at the track and I'm listening to it and I hit my homie Tony. I'm like, yo, uh, I don't know what track I'm on, but I feel like I'm like in the woods somewhere. Like, what is happening? Am I on a hunt? What is this? And then we look at the, the track. I'm like, oh, I hate that makes sense. Okay, I get it. It was fitting. Um, yeah, it was fitting. It was fitting. Um, but outside of that, it gets to a certain point where it seems like the cohesion kind of fall apart. That was at the beginning, even though it was a 10 minute track that was at the beginning and all that. It really do feel like, hey, I got this new instrument. I'm going to just do some stuff. And OK, cool. That came out. All right. I'm going to just I'm going to just roll with it. And that's cool. Stick that's a pen. Stick a pen in that thought. Right. So like that's I'm cool with that. I like seeing people have like experimental processes out loud. I like seeing creatives be creative out loud. Now, it's not for me, like outside of like that first track and maybe that third one just because of the memory attached to it. <laughs> but outside of that, it's like, man, it's a cool, it's cool, it's a cool listen. I don't think it's nothing super extraordinary about it, like people are saying. And the reason why goes into my other point. I think a lot of people. Are giving Andre 3000 too much credit on the creative points. Way too much. Way, Way too, too much, much credit. That man just want to just do what he feel like doing. And folks are like, he snuck in healing vibrations. Like, suck my dick. Look. Like, <laughs> like look, look, look. Like, if I hear the word vibration or reverberation, frequencies. Like, it's, it's so many people who have suddenly saying terms that they have never heard about until they googled it two days ago when it's, the it's project dropped 432 hertz man That's right the fuck does that mean kobe bryant <laughs> <laughs> like what are we like like what are we talking about like yo just i understand y'all want to cape for people that you that you have invested energy into i get like that sometimes with my favorite artists too at the end of the day this project is cool because it's a creative doing a creative thing if you like the project, dope. If you don't, that's cool too. But as far as like this, this whole parade that people have been on, on online for slandering people for not opening up your ear palettes, like it's it's what? so fake, man. It's that's fake. Stupid. You didn't care about flutes or woodwinds a week and a half ago, like at all. You was you know what you listen to Kevin Gates. You was watching Kevin Gates fuck people on stage. <laughs> call it your stomach like that's what you was on and now suddenly you want me to believe you listening to an Andre 3000 flute album suck my dick man oh no um sorry this is that's my right <laughs> <laughs> like, get so, out of here with that shit it's a lot of people that are you know like I said they're kind of putting 3000 on the pedestal and don't get me wrong I'm a huge Cavs fan. I'm a huge 3000 fan. We both are. We both are. Right. But yeah. But, and I support him making whatever he want to make. But he deserved it. For me to be like, I don't like it, I shouldn't deserve nothing for that either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. True enough, he can put out what he want to put out, but I 
got the right to vocalize my opinion and say, eh, it's not for me. I don't think it's that dope. Uh, a lot of people were like, well, he can he can make what he want, and yeah, he can. Ain't nobody stopping that. I ain't got to like that shit. Just saying. <laughs> All right. It ain't a knock to him because it's a lot of my favorite rappers that make rap albums that I don't like, and I'm going to call it trash. Nope. Now, in that token, I watched the... Um, I watched the interview he did with GQ. Did you get to see that? I saw part of it when he was talking about he rapping. What am I rapping about? I can get the colonoscopy be done. All right. And people so, took that and ran with that the wrong way, too. <laughs> this is what I gathered from that interview. In terms of him putting out a rap project, he seems like he's timid to rap and timid to put together that piece of work. I understand that. Yeah. Um, it takes a particular mind space to take a particular practice and ethic that you have to be in if you want to make a project. And his expectations expectations for his project are going to be through the roof. All right. All right. So we get that. So if you don't want to like don't want to rap, I get it. Um, One of the other things he was on, though, was like he don't want to put out a rap album because he don't want to be famous to the point. He, he said he don't like being famous. All right. This is the bone I got to pick with that. So the people that will be looking forward to Andre 3000 putting out a rap album, we already know you. You're not going to make any new fans with your album. Um, we're in a different era. People consume media differently. Star power is not what it used to be. Stardom ain't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. When you dropped, well, I'm saying it like I'm talking to him directly. I know, but, but keep going. You cooking. But like but. when, hey, I dropped, you're the biggest person in the world, but that time has passed. Yeah. You're not going to get that level of fame again. The people that are looking forward to this album already know you, bro. So it ain't like it ain't like you're going to be any more bombarded in the street than you would be now. Yeah. So I, so just to, to be like, I, I don't want the fame, or I don't want that, that's kind of a, that's kind of a cop out to me. Because you still dropped this flute album, which he spoke about having hesitations on. But yep. but then he did it. And then he did it. And then people are talking about, well, he don't rap. I'm like, he just was on Scientist and whatever with the, the song with Killer Mike. Like, he just right. put together a rap verse. So right. is and it he that said, you don't have inspirations? You know, or, you know, like, is it a situation where it's something else? Like, maybe he don't like the politics behind the music and he's just going off of that. And if that's the case... I wish he'd just be honest about it. Right, but it was the politics behind the music. Because I, I peeped this too when I listened to it. You yeah. know this came out on a major, right? It did. It did. It this came out on what? Was it's it on Epic? Sony. It's on Sony? Sony? Sony Epic, same thing. Yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. eh, And I don't even think that's the label that they were on before, so I don't even think... I'm trying to think what they were on and what they got absorbed by, by Sony guess. or not. Yeah. Uh, let me check. I can uh, well, I can at least see what it's on right now. What's their last project? Speaker box, love below. I don't while. Oh yeah, I don't while. No, people all just forget that that even exists. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Hey, hey, hey! Don't put me in that category. Um, <laughs> hold on. That was LaFace. All right, but LaFace is. Who's LaFace? It's only now? three. It's only three record labels. I mean, so, for real. Yeah, honestly. Sony. Yeah, Sony, Universal, and Warner Brothers, I believe. 
Yeah, LaFace um, was an American for for context. LaFace Records was an American record label based in ATL and operated as a unit of Sony Music Integrate Entertainment from 2008 to 2011. And yeah, so yeah. Okay. Sony. All right, so it, it was still on the label he was already on. Yeah. So So hey man, at least he didn't burn no bridges. He was able to, you know. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm cool on that album. Yeah, and all of the people that are caping for it now, ain't nothing. Like, and I'm not telling y'all to not like it because your opinion just, is your world. I will just say yeah. this: anybody no that Spotify, I see, this, you, can, you go ahead. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just gonna get a joke and just. Well, no, nah, this ain't even a joke. I just feel like most of the people caping for hang up rugs in they in their room. <laughs> now. But this is what I would like to see. Um, so the people that are really standing for it hard and telling us why or telling, saying why they think other people aren't listening right, i like to see you come back to it in a, in a, in a year and tell me is that still in your rotation or in six months or yeah. next week is it still in your rotation? I think it's, you know, it's, the, it's the height of something happening right now. It's a talking point. But let's see how much I'm gonna say. I, I'm not gonna say how much staying power the project has. Let's see how much love people have for it in time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is one of those projects just because it's under three thousand and it's a release, and people are gravitating towards it in that regard. Um, to the point where I mean, sometimes when the hype is building up, you want stuff to be good, and sometimes you might overinflate it a little bit, and you have to kind of be honest with yourself like i was like that when uh drake dropped compton because i wanted it to be chronic right so i was mm-hmm. like man i really want the man this album's really dope to me ah, this is what it's supposed to be then i came back a year later i'm like mm, i like i like like four songs yeah the, you know the folk songs on that is jamming are really, really the four good. i mean it's jamming though the songs i like that didn't age great but you know drake projects we have a filler sometimes is that a hot take no, not really. Okay. All right. If I get attacked for that later, you know why. I mean, we just said the same thing last week about 2001. We did. We did say, yeah. 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 Consistent. Consistent. All right. So let me ask you this about Andre 3000, right? All right. So when people like to put him in the gold conversation, and the question always is, well, where is this solo album? Where is this project? All the greats gotta have be able to stand on their own, and Dre never had a solo project. I now mean, he got love, speak about love below right there. You can argue for it. I mean, one side is is one side, and one you side can, is you can the argue other for. Person. But one, he barely rapped on his side, and two, I think Speaker Box rings better to date than Love Below did. Does that's fair? That might be a hot take. I guess it could be a hot take. I mean, that might be a hot take. Yeah. yeah okay. Speakerbox sounds better now. Yeah. <laughs> Find a way to get out. I get out. I get out. <laughs> yeah. Man. But uh, okay. That's that's like I said. That's a whole other topic. That is. That is. But, All right. So your question. Okay. So does this help or hurt him in the goat conversation? It, uh, irrelevant. Oh, it's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant because it's not even a rap album except if you ask Pitchfork. Um, right. They, then they they classify it as rap, and then I guess maybe you should ask a Pitchfork writer. Uh, and if that, if you're asking a pitchfork writer for an opinion, you're already lost. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that a flute, a woodwind album, uh, helps 
him in the goat conversation at all. Like it helps me like look at him as more of a creative. Like, but that ain't nothing new. Like, I mean, he had a whole TV show called Class of Three Thousand where he was playing instruments the whole time, and folks slept on it. You know, yeah. So it's like, nah, Andre gonna do what Andre gonna do. You gonna do what he feel like doing, and he's not really tethered to people's opinions about what he's doing because if he was to that degree or if he cared he would have made a rap album right so people are doing the same exact thing for this woodwind album it's really hard to not say flute um (laughs) (laughs) people are doing the same thing for this woodwind album and trying to put all these labels on what he was trying to accomplish that was the same that ran him out of rap you know what i mean right so yeah, man. I just think but, everybody should just chill out, man. Enjoy the, enjoy, the too, enjoy the harmonies. Yeah, enjoy the harmonies. Um, but speaking again on like the push you out of rap thing, like watching that interview, like it, it it feels like he's trapped in a time capsule somewhere, man. Like he's away from what's been happening in the past ten years or so. Oh, he's been isolated. You can tell, right? Because he talk about. Hip hop, you know, being a young man game or that you feel like you're too old to rap. Bro, Jay Z like sixty. Bro. It's been a minute since he put out an album, but you can still see he's active. One of the biggest one of the biggest songs that just hit, even though I don't like the song entirely, but one of the biggest songs got a thirty seven and a thirty eight year old on it going crazy. Biggest of what? (laughs) Like Drake and Drake and Cole. Oh, right. They are they almost forty, bro. Right. Right. (laughs) Biggest of what? Biggest of what? <laughs> like, but, you know what I mean? Like, so it in the time they were coming up, it really wasn't that big of a it wasn't a lane for an old rapper or an aging rapper. Aging rapper, all right. But like to to quote your boy KRS, at, at the mm-hmm. time he said it in like the late eighties, he was like hip hop in twenty years old. Hip hop just turned fifty. So it hadn't yeah. had enough people to own the books right. to just turn fifty. Right, right. Yeah. We're just now getting to that age where you could have those legacy acts and you know, people doing it at in advanced age. Look at look at uh, Griselda and them. So they just came out yeah. a few. They've been out a while, but they really yeah. just popped a few years ago. All them dudes are old. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, Benny it's a been, di- Benny it's been a, a butcher a for a game. long time. You remember when <laughs> Benny the Butcher had an OJ the Juice Man ad lib? No, I don't. You go back early enough, he was like, the butcher coming? Hey! <laughs> like, that's what he used to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was, hey, man. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, now, thankfully, he dropped that, but that'd be crazy to hear him get off. Boys, like, hey, like that. That'd be crazy. Yo, that's wild. I can't even picture that man doing it. Yeah, it was like one of them earlier Tanner talks, like maybe one or two. I can't remember. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But, so it's, a, it's a different ball game, man. It's a different ball game than what he's used to. And in his mind, you can still kind of tell he's back in an era. He's in a certain mindset, in which, like I said, ain't nothing wrong with it, but the world is different. Yeah, world's different, and I don't think – I think part of him being creative is not wanting to adapt to it and just being able to do what he wants to do. Like, that even kind of lines up with him just walking around with his flute and, and things like that. Like, I get that. I get that. And that's not even – I'm not trying to, like, over-dissect this man's uh, psychology, you know, or, or his mental capacity or nothing like that because that ain't what I'm here for. I just – a lot of the stuff that he does creatively, I think a lot of people put too much – stock into it because coming from a person who does a lot of things creatively half the stuff i be doing don't even be for people it'd be for me so i get that right right yeah i get so, it what's it so when he go on this woodwind tour let's see how many people buy tickets 
okay, look. I would. And the reason why is because I feel like hearing all of that in like a big orchestral setting might be fire. Oh, you said all of that? <laughs> oh, it wasn't just a woodwind. Like it was violins, all cellos, all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, 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 no, all of that. I would love to hear bro, all of that. It wasn't all of anything in that music, bro. Man. I can tell you, I can tell you what wasn't though. Somebody Ooh. find a drum, please. Just oh, no, one. There was no drum. No just drum. one. I didn't even hear a snare or a side a sidekick, nothing. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Ah, man, what can you do, huh? I mean, <laughs> listen, listen to it or not. That's all. Yeah, yeah. End yes. of the day, it's just like, hey, man, you like it? You don't? Cool, keep going. That's what it's it is. One black man's opinion here. I mean, two, but whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're not talking about uh, we're gonna we're gonna say the the scary hours joint from Drake. Are we talking about that today or not? Uh, we can. I, I can hit it briefly. Alright, so I mean it's a brief project, so Oh, but he tacked it on to the end of Fall of Dogs. Algorithm game. Algorithm <laughs> game. It's like it's like coming like being music minded and you see stuff like that. I'm like, you nasty for that, because you know dogs was not getting that traction like you needed it to. I got it. <laughs> so you re release it. Algorithm Man. game. All right, for sure. What so up? I hadn't I right, I I'll put I'll start here. You had you said that on the list, like Drake. I'm like, okay, let me um uh, see what happened. I thought I seen somebody say something happened. Then I did see the scary hours, and I clicked the link to scary hours, and it was all the twenty something songs that I skipped on before. Yeah, for for all the dogs. Yeah, for all of them. Well, for all the dogs, uh, it's funny. Some funny about that too. Um, <laughs> There's a lot there, but whatever. So, Long story short, I just listened to the last, you know, the 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 scary hours part, the six songs that he put out. The good part, yeah. Don't worry, yeah. Like <laughs> the, in comparison to the rest of the project, the for better sure. part. It, yeah, it wasn't all that good. It was it was better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it wasn't bad. It suffers from something that I've noticed on several of Drake albums when I listen to more recently albums, more recent albums. It tends to, it's nothing that stands out really. Um, The songs blend together. Um, There aren't any strong hooks. Um, There aren't any really anything worth hooking and, you know, catching your mind or catching your attention like that. Um, I was listening to Scary Hours and I could, when I was paying attention, like he was saying some pretty cool stuff or for the most part, he was flowing, but nothing stood out. Like it just kind of ran together. So that, that's my that's just the way I'm looking at Drake right now. It's not bad music. He picked some pretty nice beats, but it's just me. Nothing stands out. Fuck that. So me, I keep it a buck. I got a I got a theory about Drake's music ever since Take Care. Yeah, ever since Take Care. Since Take right? Care. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Drake don't make music for me unless he's annoyed or angry about something. And then when he's annoyed or angry about something, he makes the music that I enjoy from him. Um, All of his timestamp records, with the exception of the first one, he was annoyed. He was addressing something. And then he would do it in the timestamp format. It come out fire. I, I don't think he's messed with the timestamp joints yet. Okay. My opinion, right? 
some of the songs that he's made that has been on repeat for me as well, he's annoyed or he's being petty or whatever the case, like Middle of the Ocean or whatever the case, right? How about I'm Upset? Is that in your rotation? Nah, I don't really care for that one. Even though that is right on the nose. I can get that. I get that. Um, um, the the responses to Meek Mill. Uh, like, right? Both tracks, back to back. And then uh, Charge Up, right? Mm. Both of those, Annoyed. Rock with them, heavy, just because of the, the 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 pettiness levels of him, including the sigh, just it, all all of that. It hits, it hits, hits, hits. I'm like, all right, cool, I got it. Right. All of these tracks from Scary Hours is annoyed Drake. Every last one. Um, mm-hmm. e- even even down to that last one where he's like, I oh, put my ex or whatever. Right. I don't really care for that song too crazy, but the previous <laughs> ones. Yo, <laughs> he sound like he sounds like he's so like it's, it's like he getting ready to set up the booth and he just like oh, these motherfuckers keep making me do this shit. Okay, look, I right, cut it on. Like, all right, fine, fine. Like you know, and it's like that energy where he's just like you can just tell he was grumbling like before he got to the microphone. Like he like he was annoyed to me, right? And I think Scary Hours is better because of it. Um, I do agree with you. Ain't not, I, I do all kind of blend together. Um, but I do like that these five, six songs way more than anything off for all the dogs. Way more. If he was rapping like this consistently for the all the dogs album, we might be having a different conversation about him right now. Dang, yeah. That that album didn't um, need to be that long. No, 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 no. Yeah, I agree. Like, no, nah, no, nah, that shit was. He it didn't need to come out. Now, like, if it was gonna do right. that, you could have just kept it. Plus, Drake already did his double album, man. So I mean, <sighs> don't necessarily need a double from him. He said a double album. <laughs> yeah, he got his classic out the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, his classic was way before that. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you think? In, in your in your opinion, like the 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 little bit that you you whatever with Drake. What do you think his best album was? Um, hmm. I would go and the people gonna hate me for this. I would probably say, uh, what's what's the one? Nothing was the same. Oh, I agree with you. I probably yeah. said nothing was the same, and then after that, take care, and then I like Scorpion quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh damn. Did we agree a hundred percent? Okay, so for sure, nothing was the same. Take care a second. And I like the first side of Scorpion a lot because that's the I'm mad at Kanye West side, which, again, supports my theory. Right. Too rich for who I just got rich again. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone was mad. My joint on that is the one with the... Yeah, crazy. It's the, it's the DJ Paul produced one with him and Jay uh, talk up. Yeah, uh, that's my joint, man. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Annoyed, annoyed. Drake is my best Drake for me. Like I know a lot of people love. Oh, I want to hear him sing and do all of this and connect with us at shows. Now nah, I want yeah. to get mad at you. That's why I, <laughs> I want to hear annoyed. So, like, let me finish this and go back to my um, go back to my food. Drake, you mm-hmm. remember? Then, then he addressed that on the album too about uh, all the songs that he be making for the women and whatnot, and then turned it into one of the pettiest songs that had one of the wildest <laughs> endings. He You're said, right. uh, "He said it was James Harden." Uh, yeah, that was girl got sniped by the sniper. They picked by the sniper, huh? <laughs> 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 Good guy. Hey, 
a good guy. And then he and then he did the side. He was like, I feel for you, man. Like, you know when people hit you with that, they don't really feel for you, right? I like how the girl will like. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for my bae. He might start tonight. Ah man, it's just oh man. Regardless what you think about him musically or not, there's something that's just very enjoyable about that aspect of Drake not maturing in his raps and being petty still. All right, but for an album, but for an album for for him to make an album called for all the dogs. And then explain why he's not making the girl records or why they don't hit the way they used to. I think that's kind of, um, you yeah. Know, yeah. What's the word? Great. It's a little bit of an oxymoron. Shout out yeah. to Schoolboy yeah. Q. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, great album. Damn, we ain't going to never get another Schoolboy Q album, huh? Uh, apparently it's coming. Man, they said that three years nah, ago. No, nah, he's making appearances and stuff now. I mean, he was like for like the last year or some change, he's been making appearances. Yeah, he was in the past. He's been on his homeboys podcast a couple of times. Okay, back on fig. All, right. All right, we'll see what's up. Yeah, we'll see. All right, I ain't got much to say about the Drake. Just I, I enjoyed it for the pettiness of what it was. It was I, cool. I, I liked it way more than for all the dogs. Drake yeah. watched him again. I mean, I'm sorry, J Cole J. watched Cole. him again, but more yeah. competitive this time. More competitive okay. this time. Well, I was listening to it, and when I heard Cole rapping, that made me think, all right, so, you know we always talk about the Three Kings in, of the 2010s and up to now. Yeah, all right. Right, Cole, Kendrick, so, and Wale. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get that off. I'm sorry, bro. I was like, Wale going through a lot right now, bro. It already came out that he got his, he got dangled over a balcony recently, so just. Oh, wow, he got Suge Knighted. Yeah, by Diddy. Re- okay, I gotta read this. You song. need to read the lawsuit. Okay, yeah, yeah I said it too, I, I, bro. Yeah, bro. Like him and Cassie was working in the studio, and and Diddy came. He made, in there. He made a pass at Cassie. Is that what it was? No, not even. Just Diddy just was super controlling, allegedly. And the dude that was in there with him, like, we got locked out of the studio, so they went to the window and they saw him and they recognized him by his shoes, and they was like, "Oh shit, that's why." That's hilarious. You supposed also, to know how just, Wale be talking about sneakers. It's funny. Right, uh, exactly. Which is why they were like, I was like, damn, that kind of tracks. Ah, uh, yeah. And you remember when Diddy got in some heat for slapping that football coach with a kettlebell? <laughs> Jesus. There's too many stories that call up that that just line up with the lawsuit. <laughs> and I just oh my God. Like like I know, I was reading through it, and that he mentioned like, "Oh, he alleged to blow up somebody's car," and I was like, "Oh shit, Kid Cudi!" And then, it, it, and then wow. in the lawsuit, Kid Cudi's like spokesperson confirmed it is true. I said, "Oh no, they did the work for me." Oh no, because I was outside on the block, uh, the blog block, if you will, 2012, right, 2013, right. when that happened. Oh, I saw as soon as they said car explosion, I'm said, "Oh, Cudi!" Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember yeah. that. <sighs> anyway. Allegedly, bro. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, bro. Oh, I ain't talking. Man. I ain't talking about Diddy in public, man. Him and him and uh him and E forty. But for E-40? a completely different reason for E forty. E forty's an upstanding gentleman. I don't want I don't want no problems. Yeah, I don't I don't even know where we was going with this, man. 
Um, oh yeah, we were talking about another. Uh, I guess somebody else. Uh, we got two other projects to talk about. You want to do? Uh, you want to do Welcome to College Grove, or you want to do Jeezy? Uh, we can do Welcome to College Grove. It was pretty pretty quick for me. Yeah, me too. Um, didn't get good to the to towards the end. Really? Thanks. So. Yep. I mean, I did enjoy hearing Manny Fresh beats. You know what I'm saying? Like that was cool. Okay. That was very nice. And and, and to ch- it's called a pocket. A click clack. I did that. I did that. I was like, hey, like that was that was great for me. I enjoyed that. But as far as like an actual song, um, I can kind of tell like how I feel about a project by like. Um, how many songs I like on it and uh, how many songs I throw in my favorites of the year, right? Mm. And this is me buying time to get to my playlist. There was only really two songs for real that I was like, let me throw this on my favorites list. That Oprah and Gail song was fire. That was hard. That song was crazy. With, with Chains, Wayne, and Benny the Butcher. Hey! Um, <laughs> that was hard. And then I like the Bars joint too because of course LJ is going to like a song called Bars. That's kind of just on the nose. So, whatever. But everything else was like, this was cool. This was cool. And then, of course, they had like the, the women's songs. And then Wayne would get on rapping about pussy. You know how he does. I mean, um, creatively. You know what I mean? You know, like, I just, that ain't, that ain't really why I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Wayne. I don't be really wanting to hear the P, the P bars. You feel me? Right. Oh, they got a whole song for that on here. Yeah. PPA. Yeah. What's that? What's that? Uh, How about P-A-S-S on that song? Yeah, P-A-S-S on P-P-A. Uh, P-P-A stands for a Pretty P-Word Award, by the way, guys. So, context. <laughs> uh, why we're skipping that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool on it. But listening to that album, man, I really thought it was a pretty solid project. It was good to hear Wayne rapping like he's yeah. not completely lost his mind, I guess. Wayne been focused lately again. Like he go in pockets where like he'll a lot of stuff come out and he'll be like auto tune served up, and then a lot of sometimes he'll come out and then he'll have like a nice three four months where he's just right. normal. So and, and then with Wayne it's like he'll he'll go super hyper on like the P bars. That's what we're gonna call them now, like the P yeah, bars. P bars, yeah. And then he'll just get stuck and just put the P bars in everything. But I think he put a little right. more. He had a little more range in this, and you can tell his um that he's still working at his craft. He did get into like that young flow, like the the melodic whatever, a couple yeah. times. That I don't care much for it for most people. Some people can't pull it off right. I don't think Wayne is one of them like that. He, um, but he, he missed but more he than he hit with that. So, yeah. yeah. And like you said, hearing Manny Fresh and they uh they rehashed the big balling yeah. with Kimo Sabi. Yeah. That was hard. That was that was cool. Like I, yeah, I rocked with that one. I actually forgot to add that to the playlist. I need to. Yeah, man. And then I like, my I like Twenty One Savage on uh, I like Twenty One Savage on many fresh beats. I think I just like Twenty One Savage now, man. I didn't think I, think I so. ever played that. I think so. I think I just really rock with Twenty One. He just he entertained right. it every time he step up. Every time he, he step up, he entertained he was him. The, he was by far the best part of her loss. Like for real. I can't disagree. And I can't disagree. I can't disagree. I can't hard agree, but I can't disagree. Like it's like I get, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. But um, and the last thing what I wanted to say about, I said I was going to enunciate better this episode. Let me try this again. Let me slow down, yeah. y'all. Yeah. The thing I like the best about the Collie Grove Two album, okay. it's the production. 
I see, and I noticed this with Jeezy's album too. It's moving back towards a sample based game, which is always in recent years it's been sample based, not yeah. soul samples, but you know, sample packs and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's more of a soulful sound and they're all more kind of recognizable samples. Listening between them two albums is right. being more of a thing. And I like that soulfulness and I enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like the album felt familiar, right? Um, home your mind, shot the demos. Uh, he was like, Man, it's just like a lot of the beats was reminding me of early Carter. And I was like, Right, yeah, it do. Because at first I was gonna be like, Ah, you trying to trip him, but then like I thought about it, I'm like, No, 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 yeah, you're right, like a lot of the same sounds and stuff, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get that. So, it might be one of the projects that kind of grow on me, like. I'll be honest, it didn't hit me like and wow me and surprise me like the first time I heard Like Father, Like Son. I was like, this album has no right being this good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it because Wayne Hard carried. And Man, I was I a did. big fan. And I was in like Kane Beats uh, at the time. I was rocking with Kane Beats. Kane is I in can't. the building. You know what I mean? Birdman on the mic. I can't give him that stamp, bro. Uh, man. No, no. I'm not giving Birdman no stamp. I'm just saying Wayne Hard carried. And yeah, so that was it. Mm-hmm. So I felt but you got to mention the father and the son when you're talking about that album. You can't I mean, leave out. You can't leave out the five star stunner. We had five star stunner. Is cra- I'm not gonna call him. <laughs> um, no diss to stunner. If you hear this, bro, I just you know. <laughs> man, take it how you want. You know you're not the best rapper. Don't don't do that. He yeah he know he know he, he know. having fun. He having fun. That's cool. You having fun? Yeah, sure. For sure, no problem. Hey, you've been doing it a lot longer than I have, so hey, it's working. Yeah, facts. Uh, he's been. He, we'll, we'll get into this later. Uh, later, um, I'm not even. I'm gonna just say this, <laughs> but I'm gonna circle back to it. He's one of the most consistent at saying nothing. That's fair. That's and he's fair. been consistent. Like, all, there's very few people who can rap about the same topic of nothing or whatever topic that they're on for that long, that consistently. Good or bad. Right. It also helps that like nobody recognizes Birdman as like a lyricist. A lyricist. It almost I almost want to say they don't recognize him as a rapper like that. He's definitely like the CEO, the the man behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the man with the money. However you want to take that. The man with the that. money behind the scenes. However you want to take that. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Kylie Grove too. Who's all right? Pretty good list. Should we give ratings to albums? No, I don't want to give ratings. No, I don't, do I don't want to give ratings. I'd rather just talk about it and you get the feel for how we feel about it and go from that. I don't want to turn into like, oh, they're ranking these up. Like, nah, it's just us giving our opinions, bro. Shout out to my good people over there at Rap Rankings. I'm going to give Indeed. them a shout out every Indeed. time. Like, I am going to... Go ahead. <laughs> I am going to borrow the rating scale for when I feel so like a song like mm, I feel nothing. It's just, it's just like <laughs> I like this a lot. Yeah, right. It's like nah, that's just it, it's scientific. It, it breaks down every time. Melvin, I remember when Melvin was making that thing and he showed it to me first and he was like, "What do you think about this?" And I'm going through this grading scale on the Excel sheet on Google <laughs> while he's on the other side of the Zoom cam and I'm like, and Google. Google Drive, Google Chat is what we use to talk back and forth on, on video. So, like, I'm going through all of this, and I'm just like, this is obsessive. He was like, yeah. And I'm like. But it, it's sound, though. But I'm yeah. like, but this works. He's like, I know, right? I've been thinking about it. I'm like, 
this is nuts. <laughs> like, you're crazy. <laughs> you should do this. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember when he first, that was that was a cool little memory. And so seeing how, like, well it's taken and seeing, like, all their patrons and all the people that interact with it, and it was like, hey, it's like a six. I'm like, go Melvin! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lyle, too, homie. Word, word. All right, this Jeezy joint, right? Yep. I might forgive, but I don't forget. Um, you go first. How you how you feel All about right. it? So y'all might not like mine. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of ways I take this album. Uh I think beat selection, Jeezy did a really good job. I think I like the album. I think what a lot of people really enjoy or some of the stuff that we're nostalgic for is some of like just the energy that Jeezy used to bring in like the first few albums or mixtapes and stuff like that. That's gone. I think he's evolved past that. So I think that's a little piece that's missing. But I think he makes up for it in skill. With that being said, some people might not want that skill. Um, they yeah. want that old trap or die Jeezy. Uh, I think he did a pretty good job telling stories. Beat selection was on point. He was back on those soul samples and stuff like I was talking about. Shout out to Justice yeah. League. Hard carrying. Shout out to Justice League. And I got to a point I was listening to the album and it was just kind of I just kind of had it as background as I was working today because I played it all the way through today. Mm. But it was a couple of spots where you know, I had to run it back. Like, oh, hold on, wait, wait, what is he saying? What is he talking about? Mm-hmm. Some, I, some I don't get out of some albums these days. Yeah. And the icing on the cake for me was that I listened to his book um, that he put out a couple weeks ago. And some of the stories he was telling in those songs, he told them a little bit more in depth in the book. Mm, really? So that really made a lot of that stuff kind of stand out to me. Okay, um, and I think his book was really good too. He did a lot. He did a good job at adding as much detail as he could without really Indictment. incriminating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he he's he had a a lot of experiences under his belt, and he he did well at describing them the best he could. I think, and he narrated it. So that was pretty interesting. That's the part where I'm just like, what? If he narrating the book, I kind of want to. Yeah, I might have to it's, invest. It's funny to hear him reading the old lyrics. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> they don't just like clip yeah. to it. Like, hit the kitchen lights. And no. they come back to him and he's narrating. Yeah, but you can tell he read. You know, you can tell when somebody's reading. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I just call it you, man. You can tell he's read, but like once he once he really gets in like certain stories and stuff, he you can tell he's kind of putting himself into it, or he can remember it, or he's in that moment. That's cool. I got you. I guess um, connecting the book with the music would make the music hit harder. I get that. That would yeah. make it like full circle connect. Because a lot of that album is really introspective. It's it's a lot yeah. of like I say, hearing it now after reading the book. It's a yeah. lot of it that's autobiographical, which should have went for his album and autobiography, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, since he had seen it all back then, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a bar. 
Anyway. Right. Um Okay. Okay. And went through a lot of pressure. All right, I'm not gonna go there. There ain't no church in the streets. All right, all right, bro. All right, man. You got it. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to give you a little inspiration, man. Ah, you're still going. That's crazy. <laughs> all right. Um, let me um let me let me let me get my, my talk off real quick. Um I've talked before. It's a cert, it's a few rappers that I enjoyed their music more when they didn't know how to rap. Because mm-hmm. the feel was there more, right? Um, Gucci Mane is one of those people. Um, I like Gucci's music earlier before he knew how to rap. Like, I mean, he's been okay since, but like, he ain't somebody that I really like super check for to that degree. Mm-hmm. He'll make music for me. So, um, same thing with Jeezy. Jeezy had a situation. Um, well, he had like a little streak back in the day where like every other project I would rock with heavy, like TM101. Then like two, three was cool. Um, and then like it kind of just kind of going like that yeah. and then it all like it kind of skipped around right and then that even that consistency kind of fell off of me because you could tell he was going more so into the lyrical side of things right and I was like man but like the feel kind of gone um, and initially I thought that was going to happen for this project too like the first quote unquote half of the project or the first disc I guess because it's technically a double disc it's right? a double, yeah. the first disc there were songs that like if he would have came in with OGZ intensity and just kept everything the same, it would have rang out, right. you know, but like it wasn't there because that's not where he at. He's, you know, he's older. He's more of a reserved, introspective GZ, and that's cool. But for some of the songs and the, some of the concepts he had on the first disc, it wasn't hitting. I was like, ah, this would have been crazy if like young GZ was on this versus just <laughs> regular GZ. It's two different arts. You feel me? That's how I felt. Then the second part of the project kicked in and the story started to kick in, like the introspectives, the narratives and all of those started to kick in. And he surprisingly did a really good job at it, like really good. So I like the second part of the project way more than the first. Like, it's cool. Um, It's a couple of joints on there that I rock with, like Super Heavy. But like outside of that, I'm happy that he's at a point where he seems to have peace and he's moving forward to doing what he got to do. You know what I mean? Like, that seems really dope. But like. I guess if I rock with his old stuff, I should just go play his old albums, right? I mean, yeah, you know I mean that's, that might be where I'm at with it. So it's cool. I'm glad he's yeah. still making music. Um, I just feel like some of the songs didn't really connect like it was supposed to, because either it was like the concept came from a younger mind, but with an older execution, and it didn't mesh up, or right. whatever the case. But but even with me saying that, I do agree with everything else you said. Like, I think the soul samples, the return to that helped a lot with his uh, storytelling, getting back into the bag right. and all that. And I can 100% see reading a book and getting a full story for something, connecting things. Because that's how um, Scarface's uh, book that he wrote, that's how it was with his last couple of albums. Uh, okay. Um, like, because I read that. And then when I heard the albums again, I'm like, oh, oh right, right there. Right, right, I mean? right. Yeah. So like that was yeah I could see that um, so yeah yeah I don't, I don't have nothing super negative to say about Jeezy uh, just the music uh, didn't really the first part the first part of the music didn't really hit for me but towards the end it, it started to catch me so yeah this is one of them projects I'll definitely uh, keep in pretty regular rotation for a while um, kind of touching on what you were saying about it not hitting kind of how it used to yeah it. 
I was just thinking about this as I was listening to it. You know, it just sonically is different. If you look at those early, like the first album, uh, my favorite mixtape with his Can't Ban the Snowman. Okay. Okay. Uh, Trap okay. Now, you listen to all that stuff. I think it was a level of skill in that actual recording that they didn't have. Like the beats were loud, the mixes were kind of crazy. Yeah. But they worked well for what he was doing in clubs and people's trunks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Now it just sounds a lot cleaner than it did. And I think that kind of takes away from some of that energy too. Yeah. Um Okay. Yes and no, right? I agree with you to a degree. But there were some songs on there that still were, man, I wish I would have like known like a specific, I'm like seven projects away from them because I've been listening to so much other new music <laughs> uh, where I could like speak on it on detail, right? But um, ah, man, I can't remember the name of the song. I'm not even going to try to. Um, I'm not even going to try to. But yeah, I, I, I can see that point because I can't, I can't think of like the specific song in my head right now that like had the production, had everything. It was like ready. It was ready. And then Jeezy came on. Jeezy got it. I'm like, oh, wrong tone, Jeezy. Wrong tone. <laughs> ah, we need it. We need to hit the kitchen lights. We needed that one. We need a young Jeezy. Damn. <laughs> but I get it though. I get it though. And it, it, it's cool. It's um in a sense though, it is cool to see a lot of the rappers that I grew up listening to moving in maturity. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty cool. Like, like the joint intentions, right? Where he's talking about like um Everybody talking about, oh, you flipped on everybody and all that. And he was like, bro, it was too much money on the mind on the line. I had you would have did the same shit, you know? Right. Things, shit like that, right? And it's like seeing like the mature aspect versus the quote unquote the street angle that so many people take and then get locked up for, for 10 to 15 years, you know? Right. It's right. interesting hearing it from a different perspective from somebody who was arguably one of the biggest, allegedly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the name of the podcast, allegedly. Allegedly, That's the, the podcast. Allegedly, mm. man. And uh, thought what else was I going to say about it? I have no idea. It'll come back to me. Yeah, if not, there's next episode. Allegedly, part two. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I thought I had something to really add to that, and I just really forgot it. Ah, man, man. Don't you have? Don't you love a young age? It's crazy, man. Uh huh. sure (laughs) oh snap okay you got anything uh what we talk okay we talked about jeezy we talked about andre we talked about that we talked about scary hours yeah that's the that's the four that's the main four right now right Uh, you you want to go and hit this uh oh yeah this is what i want to say and this only you had nothing to do with jeezy so (laughs) but in the terms of new music what i also listen to that i know you haven't listened to because this this ain't your forte that much. I listen to Aesop Rock's new album. Really? Yeah, Integrated Tech Solutions. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. And you gotta you gotta really kind of like that to like it. But yeah. it's one particular song he's got on there called Ten Feet Tall or Hundred Feet mm-hmm. Tall. Okay. That I really suggest you listen to. Uh, everybody check out. I don't want to give it away in detail, but it's like it's the it's the story of him meeting a childhood hero. Okay, say less. Like I got it, it favorite. It, I found it. Uh, ICS integrated tech solutions. <laughs> it's hilarious. This cover's crazy. <laughs> this cover got a lot going on. Why is 
most of his most of his music has a lot going on. Just period. that's fair. That's fair. Well, I got it favorited, so I'll, I'll be able to double back next week and we can talk about it. That'd be cool to talk about. We need to double back to that Danny Brown, too. I hadn't listened to it yet. Oh, I knew I forgot about some. Knew I forgot about someone. Forgot something. We got to get Mel to do a drop for us as Danny Brown. For real, <laughs> Mel, Mel, shout out to Mel Crosby. Mel Crosby. Uh, Mel got the the craziest Danny Brown impression. Yeah. I, I didn't know he had the crazy Danny Brown impression, bro, bro, bro. That's crying <laughs> mid session. We be working on diplopia, <laughs> and he was he would just break out. I'm like, yo, you can't do that. I'm not gonna vote this. <laughs> nah, nah. It, like I would. Yeah, he, he just like dislocated his elbow or some shit. So he yeah, I saw that. Like he, he fractured his shoulder. Yeah, it's crazy. I keep telling him to stop fighting the hoes. Nah, I just went. Man, nah, but, uh, <laughs> nah, but um, hey, speed of recovery, man. Genuinely, genuinely. Hope you're doing well, man. So, all right, where we at? Uh, oh yeah, where'd you send that image? Is it in my? Is it in my text message? I think it's in your text. All right, so I don't know if this is gonna be a thing on this podcast. So we're gonna do this every time, like do a pick one, pick three. I, I think we should, but this one's stupid. Uh, one, <laughs> I, right. I, I still I got like a sleeper low key but I look <laughs> alright so <laughs> we got a we got a panel of artists here and I say artists lightly we got a panel ah, of artists here don't spoil the surprise <laughs> you gotta pick one it said lyrically who y'all got winning this alright I'm, I'm gonna read them top to bottom Silk the Shocker Birdman Nick Cannon I almost forgot a better name. <laughs> I saw the hesitation. I was like, you, you got it? Like, yo, I almost forgot for real. All right, here we go. Silk the Shocker, Birdman, Nick Cannon, Chingy. Almost forgot it again. That's crazy. He got a very forgettable face. <laughs> he said that boy got a forgettable aesthetic. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right, MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, Lil Zane, Blueface, Soldier Boy. Who y'all got winning lyrically? Okay. I just want to say for the record that this picture you sent me, after the sentence, who y'all got winning this, there's two crying emojis. There's two laughing emojis. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> they, so they knew what demon time they were on when they made this list. Somebody was compiling this list and, and, and grid <laughs> and was like, yeah, we're going to come up with this one. I'm going to be mad. It's a clear winner here too, though. Well, oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You you go, how you, how you want to approach it? <laughs> I don't know, man. My brain breaking, looking at this, trying to <laughs> think of these niggas lyrically. It's crazy. Well, and, and Vanilla Ice, he not nigga. <laughs> um, respect, respect, respect. Um, <laughs> um, hey, low key, that Vanilla Ice album had like two songs on it that was jamming. Wait, wait, wait. We don't if you knock count, it off though. If you count Ice Ice Baby, we don't. Okay, well, two songs. Okay, bad. Right. Well, the beast was jamming. The the rapping was kind of suspect. I mean, okay. Well, if you're going off that, right? I think I think MC Hammer had some bangers, right? Because 
Pumps in a bump. <laughs> we got them girls with the pumps in a bump. Like, that shit was no, crazy. I, like, what are we talking about? So funny. Like, I don't know how this came up in my algorithm, but that video came up on uh in one of my on one of my socials. Yeah. And you know who else is in the video with it? Dion fucking Sanders. Dion fucking Sanders. <laughs> Dion is at prime time. Come, come on, it's prime time. Let's get the black book, baby. Whole ancient book. Call him. <laughs> MC Hammer fully dressed in bed, like, uh, all right, man, we'll do it again. Pumps in the book. And then <laughs> Hammer had folks dancing. It's not just girls dancing this video. Everybody that's associated with him in that video is going crazy dance-wise. Like, they energy be nuts. So I, I have to give respect to Hammer. At his, at his prime, right. he had folks moving, and new beats kind of be slapping. I can't hold you. Nah, that, that, I that can't beat was hold slapping. you. That beat was slapping. I can't, I can't front. He might be my favorite on the list, but that's not what you asked. You asked lyrics. said lyrically. All right, that's so your favorite. So, yeah. uh, maybe. Shit. Um, not Chingy. <laughs> not Silk. Have you seen the stuff about him and Nelly having beef? Yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid. You know, you see like two people having beef, like, you're like, why? Like, <laughs> like what are y'all doing? Like, this. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> Nick Cannon never wrote his own songs. So, no. I'm going to get a little Zane out of there. Damn, low-key Zane might be my sleeper. At the very least, he had he, he could write on topic. Okay, all right. Well, you can leave him in for now. Let's throw Birdman out. Okay, Birdman's gone, for sure. Easy Most part. consistent rapping about nothing, but it's still nothing. <laughs> So, yeah, Birdman gone, for sure, for sure. Vanilla Ice gone, we agree? Yeah, Vanilla Ice gone. Okay. Uh, the first rapper on the internet, gone. Unfortunate. Uh, sometimes when you're the first, doesn't mean you're the best. Gotta go. Uh, soldier <laughs> wouldn't go. Um, <laughs> it sucks about being a trailblazer. Soldier. Big soldier. Hey, man. Big, Big hey, Draco. Hey, hey, bro, Draco. I hit him with the fa. Then I hit him. Fa, fa, fa. <laughs> Storytellers, Drake. <laughs> no, no, everything he's done for us, I appreciate it. Like, man, don't act list. like I ain't teach Drake everything he know. Yeah, <laughs> what? <it's> crazy. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah, nah, nah. He's an older dude from DeGeneres. DeGeneres. Hey, hey, big soldier, love you, bro. I wish well for you, man. You're not on this list, so he gone. Vanilla is gone. Nick Cannon gone. Chingy gone. Blueface gone. Uh huh. Birdman gone. We coming down now. Clear winner. I know what you about to say. This shit sucks. I don't want to get Silk and Shocker this shit, bro. <laughs> Silk and Shocker is clearly the best lyrically oh out of these guys. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm, I don't want to. I'm going to go Zane. And then it's by far. By far, he's the best lyricist. Lyrically, best yeah, lyrically. but but I feel like you got to be able to rap. Like, he but, couldn't put nothing in a pocket to save, to literally save his life. See, that was just a unique flow. Look how many people rap like that. If it wasn't for him, Blueface wouldn't even be on this list. Yeah, but at least that more entertaining. I can at least catch with a bar going in, even when it's off kilter. Jeez. That's crazy. I'm giving Blueface credit, but we're here, right. so whatever. You gotta right. look at how Silk. I ain't gonna say he carried no limit by any means, but he was a he was a strong player. 
Okay. Yeah. Out of the three brothers, you nah, he he was still mm. the weakest. Nah, I was about to say, like, might have like, been okay. better. He might have been better than P in some ways, but that ain't really saying a whole lot. That way. ain't. Mm, I don't even know if I agree with that. He had some jams, man. Look, I yeah, mean, yeah. true. You got to look at some of the people he was working with doing this music, but we talking about lyrically. But he really had some. He really had some jams, man. Yeah, he did. But to be fair, they they made ninety seven projects a month. So like, if you don't get a couple jams out of that, then I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like just True, out of bro. just just mass spam. Like if you spam a million people, somebody gonna respond to your email. You know what I mean? That's true, but out of them 97 projects, people definitely bought all 97 of them, but all of them didn't stand out to the extent that Silk the Shocker's Charger to the Game might have stood out. Or Made Man. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's valid. You know what this all reminds me of, though? I, I really wish Mr. Magic was able to like ride out the popularity that he was about to get before he before he, he died. Mm. Because, oh, he yeah. Had, yeah. because he had just did the I Smoke I Drink. <laughs> he had just came up with the I Ain't Got Nothing with David Banner, right? right? Like he was like about to crank up. He did the body headbangers joint with uh with Roy, Roy, Jones. With Roy Jones, and he was like one of the I think main people that was over there. Right. And he was he hard carried on body headbangers. Hard carry that that project had no reason being that good. Um, <laughs> no reason being that good. Project. But you never did. No. Okay. All right. Boom. Boom. Check this out. I'm gonna listen to Aesop Rock. You go back and listen to Roy Jones' Body Headbangers Volume One. Bro, this shit is not equal. But okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I, 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 I I feel like you'll enjoy it more than you think. I don't think because, I because it. magic carries, bro. Like, I was genuinely sad when I found out he died. I was like, man, he was about to pop, bro. He was about to pop. Right. Yeah, like, nah, he had the cadence, and he was creative with his, like, nah, he was he was ready. Yeah. It, was, it was there. Unique voice, too. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, what song on that? He said, you see P, let me go. Because <laughs> he ain't going to play me like a hoe. Because my four niggas don't play that shit. Like, that nigga was rolling. Oh, my God, <laughs> man. I am a Mr. Magic fan. You feel me? Oh man, I hate it. I hate oh, man. it. Man, I, I hope I hope I hope everybody that was affected by that is doing good today. The ones that right, still right. Here. I really do, man. And I hope they're getting royalties off that man voice. I really do. Just man, that was somebody I was really excited about like watching. Being like, oh, what he about to do next. And right. then I think they say he got in a car accident, him and his wife was kids. Yeah, I think it was a car accident. Yeah. And like all his family died. Like at one, I was like, "Stupid! Life is dumb. Life is dumb." But yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. But I'm gonna go Zane because yeah. the three songs that I know from him. Super shocker. <laughs> so you going silk? Three songs. The, yeah, the three. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. That sounds like me just co- just caping. Bro, it. All right, it's a toss up you just, between. You just don't want to give it to silk, man. That's facts. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to be biased. That's crazy. Um, yeah, how you want to feel? <laughs> all right. Um, this gonna sound crazy. It's between him. It's between uh, like honestly, taking my opinion out of it for real, for real. It's between Silk and MC Hammer because MC Hammer did this Jay Z. Remember? <laughs> I was just so he looked at hey. me. It 
it was worth it. Right. Yo, this 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 will be so much better once I actually get a a, a webcam that's worth a dollar. Oh yo. man, so they can get these looks. Man, gut be looking at me like I be the stupidest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was great. That was worth right, it. You really just unlocked the memory. Then I I'll never forget where I was when I first heard that. You, see, you ever see the video? Yeah, that was a part of it. Oh, okay, all right, bet. Yeah, that was yeah. that was. I, they had they had the boy Jimmy Walker playing Jay Z. Man, and he was still dancing. <laughs> Yo, he's played Jay Z in a couple of videos. Who Jimmy Walker? Yeah, because when the uh, when the Jay Z in one of them camera videos, <sighs> I don't know, man. I wouldn't. Red wipes, suck it or not. One oh, of the videos. Oh, I don't remember that video entirely. Touch it or not. It's touch it or not. Yeah, that's the edited version. Speaking of edited versions, um, <laughs> you ever heard uh, Simon Says from Feral Munch edited? Get out! That one. Yeah, that one. Your ladies <laughs> looking pretty. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking pretty. I'm like, no. He said rub on your titty. Okay, he edited it. I got it. Um, Yeah, really bad. I was going to yeah, use man. it because we were doing a... Uh, we were doing a Street Fighter tournament on the on the on the King LJ uh, Twitch channel, right? Uh-huh. And uh, plug plug, you feel me? Y'all like uh-huh. video games? Come through, slide one time. Um, and when we were there, I had like a playlist of like fight music and stuff like that, right? But I was mm-hmm. trying to find the edited versions because I knew it was people that was tuning in that was like a little bit younger. So I was trying to like find a happy medium. And Paul, shout out <laughs> to homie Hussein. He was like, he was like, oh, fair much. I'm like, yeah, for sure. So I'm looking for it, and I find the edited version, and I'm thinking this is gonna be like, get the fuck up, you know. And then he no. said, get, get get out, and it was like a different tone, <laughs> like more nasally. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You gotta remember that was a radio single. Like they had the heavily that that was what they were playing. I know, but I hate it. <laughs> I know, like nah, they could have edited that better. Get the up, you know, like it would have been like the they could have just left it. They could have left it blank. Yeah, or put like a sound effect. Get the wow, you know. Hey, Def Jam did that all the time with Ludacris albums. Boy, all the time they had whips going, chickens calling, all kinds of stuff. Like get creative with it, bro. What's up? Oh man, some Ludacris yeah, songs I like better edited because of them sound effects. It just was crazy. Yeah, that was <laughs> the good old days. Man, the, the good old days. Radio yeah. record, the video version. Yeah, yeah. Another thing. Okay, talk about video versions and uh, things. You ever seen the uncut video? <laughs> this is the whole topic, I guess it could be, but. Was it uncut on the video? Uncut? Yeah, it was Absolutely, there. I've seen it then. All right, so you saw the Fatty Girl uncut video from uh, FUBU? I can't remember it all the way. I remember the song. I remember okay. the video, but I don't remember so, what made it uncut. Oh, okay, so there was a version of the uncut video. I can't find it anywhere, but I remember what I saw. Um, and may or may not have had it recorded on VHS because I was a degenerate when I was younger. But oh, man. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but literally, there was a version of the video because, you know, Corinne Stephens was in the video. Right? She was dancing, okay. with, she was dancing with LL Cool J. Okay. Right? You know who Corinne Stephens is? Now enlighten me. You are such a jerk. 
<laughs> I really needed you to not just throw me his bone one time, and you just wouldn't do it. That's crazy. No, so, tell, tell me, who is she? So, Corinne Steffens, a.k.a. Uh, she is an adult actor that goes by the term Superhead. All right? She's in the video. There's an uncut version of a video where she is actually naked in a tub of milk. That was the that was the thing, like that was part of it. It was more, but that's the part okay. that stood out to me. Like they had like a different, complete different shot. Because in the regular version, she like, I think has like a jug of milk and she's dancing and kind of pour on it or whatever. Man, it was a weird time <laughs> in the two thousands. <laughs> Just talking about it out loud, it's like, man, this is crazy. She did that on purpose. Wow. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, the uncut version was completely different. Um, so was the uncut version of Jadakiss Knock Yourself Out. I remember that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I remember that a little vaguely. Yeah, it was vague, but I just I remember that it's a lot of blurred stuff. Um, you... She was also in the well, she was in a bunch of videos. But <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Uh, so she, I so allegedly it was a allegedly. little boobage showing in the uh, the uh, mystical video Danger. Danger. So long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was her in that. Wow. Never connected that dot till now. That's crazy. That was 100% her. Okay. Word. Um, I just know, and after this, I'm going to leave the uncut video things alone, uh, but I just feel like people appreciate this part of the pod. I got got a little more to say about that since we're here, but go ahead. Oh, easy call. Okay. Well, we know that like the holy grail of everything, quote unquote, quote unquote, holy grail of what everybody usually references when they saw BT Uncut, it's usually Nelly's tip drill. Usually. Usually, if y'all, <laughs> we got to get the camera up, bro, because <laughs> Gut just did the card swipe. And if you know, y'all you know, know what it is. <laughs> you know what the card swipe is, man. But um, I don't think that was the wildest video that played on that channel. Oh, not in, not by a long shot. And I don't think it was the wildest video by, a, uh, I think it was a bigger artist that had a bigger video, a uh, wilder video. Uh, 50 Cent Disco Inferno. 50 Cent Disco Inferno. That shit was nuts. And it was like a three minute video. I'm like, yo, this is just an orgy, bro. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> just recorded an orgy. This is crazy. I don't. Uh, I felt very uncomfortable watching that on two volume in my room. <laughs> <laughs> no, very was still, still tipping was crazy too. I don't know if you remember that. Ooh, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, it, was, it was a, it was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. I do it remember was, that. It was a lot of. Jiggling parts everywhere. I mean, yeah. Um, you remember Three Kings with Slim Thug and Ti and um, I remember the song. I don't remember the video. Uncut video was kind of it was kind of wild in the same sense of t- still tipping. Not not as crazy. Not as crazy. But and of course, your boy Black Jesus on. Oh my god! <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, <laughs> hey, you know who was a BET uncut like MVP? Yo, Stagalee, we up in the zone, got the keys to the crib, and ain't nobody home. I'm a 16 spinner. Hey, that boy was going crazy. Hey, Stagalee was going crazy. Stagalee was going crazy. Right, yo, 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 like MVP. Him and Man. him and Joker the Bell Bondsman were, were Joker the Bell Bondsman was the BT Uncut MVPs, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, yeah, I hope Stagley doing well, man. I hope he retired somewhere. I remember find, looking for that Stagley CD because I was watching Uncut. Yeah, and I was I was buying all kind of stuff back at that time, and I think I found it one day, and I was like, 
Stagley on Spotify. I think I'm good. I'm looking to see a Stagley on Spotify. I'm going to tell you what I did buy, though. I bought Mighty Casey's album. Oh, I'm so sorry. It actually wasn't that bad, man. (laughs) Really? That was a white girls, right? Yeah. (laughs) That I know. That's crazy how many, like. Wow, there's a lot of tribute tracks to them, but, like, not. It's funny. I literally put in Stagger Lee, and I was about to reference this group because they were on there, too, like, a lot. Smiles and South Star. Remember them? Smiles and South Star. Rock the party. I almost bought that CD, too. Who wants this? Really, really wants this? (laughs) Yeah. That that Tell Me was hard, though. Tell Me was hard. I, I think they had joints. Even that Who Wants This, I'm making fun of it, but it was cool to me. Straight up. Nah, hey, man. Like, hey, BT Uncut has some really good music on there when you get past all the titties. Nah, right. Because it was like, that's why why I would like for them to, they'll never bring it back. And videos don't have that kind of thing like that anymore anyway. That that type of appeal, right? Or that type of like gravity. Right. Yeah, yeah. The thing with Uncut was, of course, it was gratuitous amounts of ass and titties. But- they played a lot of independent stuff that would never get played anywhere else. Yeah, facts. Like they played like NERD lap dance. They played. Yeah. They played a few Merz videos on there quite a bit, which yeah. also rung a bell when I started listening to his music. Word. That's like, it was yeah. it was a lot going on, man. Like really good music. Yeah, but you know they totally independent stuff. It wasn't getting played anywhere else. Yeah. And then like right after like that would end, you have you know passes past the cursey, you know what I mean? He come on right. with the prayer with the prayer cloth. You feel me? <laughs> I want you quickly. That's <laughs> <laughs> my personal prayer packet. <laughs> That's what. Call him right now, cause God. <laughs> yeah, we definitely that's, that's clipping. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that definitely clip. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna <laughs> put an effect on it. No worries, it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> no man, R.I.P. B.E.T. Uncut. Like, I, yeah, I, man. man. For all intents and purposes, it actually put on a lot of like dope music. Like for real, like it actually it really had a, a, it had a space in the space. You know what I mean? It did. It did, and it was like, again, like of course, young dudes who was horny. You know, different gravitational pull. But, but for folks who was like it genuinely, was- like it was a good look for a lot of folks too, uh, independently. It was dope. It, it really was, and it was like it was. It was more to it than just a TNA. It was. It was. I was there for a TNA though. I ain't gonna hold you. And then later, I realized that it was more. But just being honest, all right. I, I mean, to be honest here. All right. I mean, I, I ain't. I ain't afraid of my age. I was a teenage boy, man. Right. It's like I was young as hell. Like I was like, oh, word. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was. That was. <laughs> You know it's bad when I just laugh off the comment I was about to make. Yeah, I ain't gonna make it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's wild when LJ is like, nah, I'm not gonna say that. Like my yeah, friends yeah. know. It's like if you get comfortable, like you get into like that inner circle, it's not much I won't say. You no, know, I'm gonna always egg you on to say what you wasn't gonna say though. Yeah, I know, I know. And that's why I was kind of concerned mm-hmm. about us having a pod. <laughs> right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> Cause I was like. I'm going to get comfortable and say some stupid shit. <laughs> hey, man, it's just me and you talking. Ain't nobody listening to this. It's yeah, yeah, right, right. Facts, facts. Viewership ain't up. You feel me? We cool. 
viewership is up, by the way. But still. No word. <laughs> yeah, we actually, we actually did our first episode. All right. With no, with, we not putting out any real promo either. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a double back on that this week and actually put up actual clips like I said I was. So. All right, word. Yeah. Cool. Man, what else you got, man? It, it hit me what I was trying to say about Jeezy. They came back. Oh, word. Okay, what's up? All right. So I noticed that this album was independent of Def Jam. I think he's worked out his Def Jam contract. And I really? thought that was pretty pretty unique. Uh, I think it's good timing with the book, the double album. Yeah. Because T.I. did the same thing when he got done with his label, too. He put out a he double. He did. You're right. It's through CT yeah. New World. It's not Def Jam. It's not Def Jam. And I look back, and I was like, I wonder... I think he may have, I don't know what his contract was like, but it looked like he may have fulfilled it out because it's 10 Def Jam albums. Yeah. Which is oh, crazy. wow. He had a 10 joint? He, he has 10, 10 Def Jam albums, and then he's got like the two before. Yeah. So this you is know like who else got signed to a 10 album deal when they first signed? A lot of people did. Cassidy. Bro, Cassidy? No, Cassie. No. Oh, I thought you said Cassidy. I was like, that's definitely a waste of day. Nah, 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 not Cassidy. I'm not gonna mention him. Um, yeah. but yeah, Cassie. Well, in that so. same token, that's definitely a waste of their money. Yeah. So yeah. Allegedly though. Cassie would have never hit for me, man. Like even when uh, she had a like I guess just the one single was the really good edition. Yeah. yeah. Like I I was like, Oh yeah, me and you. Yeah. That was the second one because she had uh, how to make a girl feel or whatever. That was the first. Oh one. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the album was called "Me and You" though, right? There was a "Me and You" song, and that yeah, was bigger. Right, right, right. That was bigger than the album. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, that was uh, she couldn't sing to me. I was so. cool on that. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't why I was at the time musically rocking with Bad Boy. I mean, I was there for the remixes. Bad Boy didn't have nothing going on musically at that time. In 06? What, what, when was G-Dep? And like Black Rob? That was uh-huh. before. Was that before? Yeah. Especially, that was Harlem Shake Days, so that was like 2000, 2001. Yeah. I think yeah, this yeah. is, what was popping? The band? Yeah, they was doing like, they was yeah. doing like, he yeah, was on yeah, the yeah. R&B thing, so the band, that's rap, but Danny yeah. Kane was coming around. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, one. Pussycat Dolls. PCD. Because yeah. they were like, let's abbreviate it so people don't have to say Pussycat. Right. Yeah. Like shout, shout out to CeeLo Green right in, that, right in that smash hit. Which one? Don't you? CeeLo wrote that? CeeLo wrote that. That's very dope. It's very dope. Nerd. CeeLo wrote it. A lady named Tori Alame sang it, which is the one I used to burn on people's CDs back mm-hmm. in the day. And then <laughs> came out with Pussycat Doll. Yeah. Word. Look at that. Yeah, well, man. geez. See, now you didn't gave random music facts. I feel like I'm obligated to give one. So here you go. <laughs> um, did you know that um, <clears throat> Nothing on You and Airplanes from B.O.B. was originally written for Lupe Fiasco? Didn't know that. I'm glad yeah. it went the way it went. I would have liked to hear what Lupe did with airplanes. That's I it, man. I mean, Lupe, I would have been, I would have liked to hear it. I don't think that don't mean I need to hear it. You feel me? Like that whole lasers era from Lupe. I don't need that in my life. So we're good. Yeah, anything after the cool, I could kind of pass on. 
Uh, no. Tesla on youth crazy. Mm-hmm. Nah, I ride with Tesla on youth. I hear you. Okay, fair. Nah, that was cool. Was with chopper and all that. And deliver and all that. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm rolling. Yeah. You, you right. rolling with deliver? That's it hard, bro. Alright. That's hard <laughs> for me, bro. That's it hard. <laughs> like the schemes he started like like, like you, flipping like a deep dish. Like, nah, that's just hard. That's you just you really bro. rolling with bitch bad nigga good? No, that's not that album. <laughs> yes, that is. That album no, that's not on Tesla on Youth. That's on Food and Liquor 2. I ain't saying nothing about Food okay, and Liquor 2. Okay, 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 Food and Liquor. <laughs> like, no, no. Food and Liquor 2 got Freedom Ain't Free on it. I I like that. Like the, Yeah, uh, they got Freedom Ain't Free on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um the Food League 2 was I right. ate. I mean, it was just like, I picked songs off of, like, later Lupe turned into the same way I feel about uh, Drake, actually. It's like, I listen to a project. This song's cool. This song's cool. All right. And then I go about my business. Man, I think Lupe but has got to youth is crazy to me. I fuck with the SOL youth. I really I, do. Man, it, it was, I tried. That wasn't it. It was one of the Drogas albums that I liked. I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, didn't like the Drogas albums. It was one of them that I like. One of them was good. One of them wasn't. But I feel like there's another project I rock with from Lupe that was recent. Lupe's um, thing for me is that we build him as like this, this such a cerebral rapper, and like mm-hmm. he had so many thoughts and so many deep concepts early on. I think he really went out of his way to have complex concepts. Yeah, it, it was the way he stood apart. So he had to, you know what I mean? Which makes it hard to listen to. The same, it's the same reason with Abso. Like, even Ab said that. It was like, everybody else was doing the type of rap before, so he was like, I gotta stand out somehow. So he started going extra. That's why, that's why Herbert is better than the previous two, to me. Yeah. Definitely, uh, yeah. I like Do Do Without Will, too, but it was like, it was so, it was was so... Certain points that was just extra for no reason, like threat, even threatening nature. I was just like, why? Is, like, is that I what like people it, call? Is that what people call head ass stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. The other project from Lupe, it was actually his recent one, Drill Music and Zion. I fuck with that too. Okay. Like he got like think, two like legit where I'm just like, nah, they was cool. Like they was really good to me. So Drill Music and Zion and uh, Tesla on Youth was cool because Tesla on Youth got mural on there. Mural crazy. Um, I hear somebody say something else about mural one time. Oh, what happened? I don't know. Just people always just say mural, like it ain't thirteen other songs on that album. Oh yeah, but that's how it came on. So you, I told you, a lot of people don't get past the first song. A lot but of people me, said something about dots and lines too. You ever heard about that? I ain't like that song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't like that song. I like tie my hands more better than that. Um, no, nah, is, is it called tie my hands? Hold on, no. No, that is Blur my hands it. with Guy Sebastian. <laughs> I like that one better too. Like Mural, I like Blur My Hands. I'm looking at the track list. The Prisoner mm-hmm. Joints. Um Chopper, because it had Billy Blue, Trey Tr- Truth, and all them on there. Deliver. Yeah, dude, I, I like the project. Yeah, it's just me. Right. I like it. That's it. Your opinion. <laughs> yeah, my opinion. I like it. I'm I'm cool. I think Drill Music is not a better album though. But anyway. Yeah, my opinion. My opinion. Nah. <laughs> my hands are up. Hey, my man, hands are up. My opinion. All right. Yeah. And I, I decided to change my mind. I went back. Chingy the best. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Bruh. I'm, not, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. 
can't even can't even get through the joke, dog. I can't Yo, even. Had a, he had a little run, man. He like, did, it, but a lot of that was production. It wasn't lyrics. That boy got on a posse cut with everybody. It was like not the Mick, but the cannon. It go. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? what was that? Uh, the DTP. That was a DTP shit. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Whatever. another posse cut they had that was hard. I think I played it for you one day too. Yeah. It was yeah. uh. Now, DCP Paul had some joints. And, now, this was like a Paul Wall and the early yeah. yeah. Paul Wall, the game, Chingy. Like, yeah, because that's when I, I think I passed yeah. to you the UGK Crunk joint with uh, Jermaine Dupree and Mr. Black. Uh, I, mean, see, I don't time. remember that. Yeah, but yeah, that shit was hard. Arguably the best, uh, one of the best uh, Bumby verses ever. And it's on, a, and it's just hitting on a mixtape. Hate it. Wow. Hate Goodness. it. Hate it. Like, it Bun got some stuff off, but this was like crunk era. I'm snapping on everything, Bun. <laughs> He's like, we put butterfly through changes that'll make them off. Tell him to take it off quickly. Bitch, you looking sickly. Like, that boy was going crazy. And he had like a like a miscellaneous scheme where he started going. He was like, he was misinformed and the shit misfired. He mistook me for Miss Doubtfire, but you missed the pack that we pissed the pack. Like, that boy was going crazy oh, on that verse. Yeah, you know, nah, Yo, nah, nah, nah. When, if you, when if y'all Bun- got time, look up Jermaine Dupree featuring UGK and Mr. Black. It's called Crunk. See, it, but they spell it with the C, you know, because initially Crunk was spelled with a K. They changed it. Remember that? Because Kings of Crunk was initially Kings of K R U N K. They changed was. it to C. Was it? Yeah. It was. It was. I know. Wow. I was no, they was. Hmm? I was burning hell to see. I was listening to a lot of music at the time. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, man. I was That's listening wild. to a lot of music at the time. <laughs> That's my official statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how statute of limitations work. <laughs> I don't know what's. It oh, was this some hot some hot records you got or something like yeah, did, they just, off, did they fall? Did they fall off? I was I was big lime wire bear share. Was, oh, you gotta man. know, Bobby. Feel me? I was out here. Man, look, I tell you, I was I was the dude, man, in my school. I was the one. If you want that, you want your mix CD, just bring me your list. I had next day turnaround, bro. Yeah, same, same. Like, like you, hey, you, I put, I slide it to you in a jewel case. Feel me? Don't even worry about it, man. I look, I had all that on lock. That was my, that was my thing in high school. Yeah, that's how I used to. Uh, <laughs> that actually led into the story of me getting shot at by the cops because that was what I was doing at the time. So yeah. Burning CDs, uh, selling CDs. Yeah, I would sell CDs uh, to flip for stuff for lunch, and then uh, basically from lunch, I would go from uh, I would uh, go from that to card playing cards, and then that's how I made all my money, like in high school for like video games and stuff, because I didn't have a job, like an actual legit job until um, like summertime. So during school, that's what I would do, and that's how I got my PlayStation and all that. Huh? Man, I don't it just know happened. It just happened to backfire at one time and uh right place, wrong time. For me. Jeez, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't I don't have anything to show for the money I had when I burnt CDs. <laughs> me neither. My one of one of my exes stole the PlayStation. And <laughs> so, all my that, games. Man. I hate it. Yeah. Bro, I think so. I used to just spend mine down to the bowling and playing pool all night. Feel that. Man, you old but, soul. Look at you. Man. Y'all come see me on the pool table right now. That's a standing challenge to anybody listening. Right, yeah, y'all come see me in Street Fighter Six. Standing challenge. Anybody listening? I almost bought Street Fighter the other day. 
Really? Almost. Damn. Yeah. See, because I this was uh actually said. Let me tell you what happened with me, man. <laughs> I knew this was turning into a story. <laughs> I felt that. Like, all right, all right, what, well, I'm going to ease into the story. But I was looking to buy a game so I can just have something to do around the house. Okay. Um. So I was looking at 2K, Madden, Mortal the, the Kombat. Black, the, the black staples. I got you. Well, of mm. course. I was looking at Gran Turismo because I hadn't played in a minute. Would like to Ooh. play a little racing game. Looking That's at Street day. Fighter. Yeah. This is what I decided I'm going to do. I had, the only game I had really been playing a lot was Spider-Man on uh, PS5. Yeah. yeah, it's a good game. And um, I got maybe like 60% of the way through it, 70% of the way through it. Yeah, but I was playing it on like the little subscription thing. Yeah. They took it off a of subscription. I yeah. So I'll go buy the game and um, I'll just pick a while left off. Game full price, <laughs> which is fine. I, actually, I went and I went and bought um, Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, and it comes oh. with it comes with Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah, sure does. Yeah, uh, right, Spider Man re- remastered. This is important. Mm-hmm. It's remastered. Yeah. Oh, you so, weren't playing the remastered joint? Oh, that is important. I I go to low remaster, and you can transfer regular to remastered. Sure can, but. The version I was playing with PS4, so I can't even access that game at all now. Mm. Unless mm. I go and buy the PS4 version of the same game that I got for PS5 just so I can trade my files over. Mm. Mm. I, I refuse to start it over, man. Ain't yeah, it. it didn't transfer? That's crazy. Right, because it was on the PlayStation Pass. It won't let me open the game. Let me and look also, into that. And also, now that I downloaded it, it only opens remastered. It won't even attempt to open yeah. the PS4 version. Let me let me look into that because it might be a way where your shit in the cloud you can get it. I, I, let me look into that. Right, so into if that. Any, anybody listening got PS4 Spider Man and just want to send it to me just so I can swap my disc out or swap my um, data, I'll send it back to you. Promise. Yeah. Right. Damn, that's tough because. Yeah, you, yeah, because remaster's great. Anyway, right, and then I, then I don't want to start Miles Morales until I finish Spider Man. Spider Man, right, right, because right. they because they build on each other, and then it goes into two, which is crazy. Too. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, all right. We'll look oh, man. I look into it. I'm gonna see, man. I feel like if anybody got any tips on how, what he could do about this, let us know. But I'm gonna be looking into this because <laughs> I feel like that 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 don't that sound right, but it also don't sound right. Right, because you gotta have. You gotta have the four version, right? To switch yeah. your file over. That's sick. To switch right. your, your your progress over. That's sick. All right, man. You you got anything else, bro? Because we we we've been. I mean, it's like an hour forty, hour forty five. What? Well, nah, it's like an hour thirty. I, I forgot that we <laughs> the oh, first part. I, I wasn't sure though. if that was gonna get taken out or not, but you know. yeah. Oh wow, people can know about Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, ain't no problem with that. Well, I said, I, and plus in the bio, That's I said, music people, if y'all got a disc, y'all can just send it to me and I'll yeah. send it back to y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let yeah. us know. We'll set up a P.O. box. <laughs> right. <laughs> set I up a P.O. box for Mel. Yeah. It's a P.O. box. He's down in Alabama. I'm in North Carolina. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> We're going to set up a P.O. box in Atlanta about halfway. About halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decatur. 
<laughs> I'm going to Decatur West Greater. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Jeezy, man. Yeah, Jeezy don't even know about Jeezy. Um, I need a vacation. <laughs> hey, I, Recession is still my arguably his best album. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. I suspected more pushback than that. Uh, we agree on that? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I thought that was going to ease us to the outro, but uh, now we're just here. So. No, I, I agree. Oh. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Gee. G Willie Wallakers. Uh, we're at the end of Empty Crates. <laughs> we rummaged to the end of the Empty Crates. All um, right. There was nothing in the crate to start with, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, we reached the end. Yeah, we again appreciate y'all for being a part of this uh, this journey that we're going on. Uh, we're trying to drop these episodes every week. Um, if you see this on Spotify, by all means, uh, rating and following the podcast does help for visibility, helps for numbers, and all that good stuff. It's a quick, easy way and a free way to support us as we do the content creation thing. I mean, so um, any last words? Yeah. No, thank y'all for listening and sitting with us for these basically two hours um we we just ran like mad man we ain't talking about nothing so for y'all to spend y'all time with us means a lot <laughs> yeah for sure. hey how how did you feel about if we we pull somebody off for the next episode what you think? all right that's cool Hold up. just thinking out loud i got an idea right. um yeah because i uh i was playing call of duty with him earlier and he was like hey it's so good i said hey man <laughs> Like I fall. Like I That man is a tail gun. Where we in a group chat together? What are you, talking about? <laughs> you can tell him. <laughs> you have access. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> ah, that's funny to me, bro. Like, all right. Anyway. We appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. We will be right back at it. I'm gonna drop these on. I'm gonna probably drop this tomorrow, so Tuesday, all right? Cool oh, okay, bet. Yeah, so we'll be right back at it next Tuesday with another episode. If there's any topics that come up or any music that you think would be really cool for us to cover, by all means, reach out to us either here. You can reach out on the Spotify Q and A. They have a little thing at the bottom. You can also send voice messages in. And if you send the voice messages in, we can listen to them on the show. Just throwing that out there that could get chaotic um yeah sure whatever yeah let's do it why not but that's it that's all i got i'm lj i'm good we'll catch up with y'all on the next time man all right y'all peace